She first. First, leader, greatness, hope, and dreams. Women have defied the norm and pushed through the barricades to change culture, technology, and life as we know it. Come listen to our weekly podcast and be inspired by the incredible stories of women and how they managed to be the first in a world that encourages women to be second. What are you waiting for? Be first. She is strong. She is deliberate. She is brave. She first. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for joining us today uh, on our She First podcast, um, on one of our episodes where we recognize that you are brave, deliberate, and strong. So we're going to just talk about that um, as well as just, you know, have a nice chat. <laughs> All right. So if you don't mind, Jennifer, just talking about a little bit about yourself, maybe how we met, um, what you do. Are you a mom? <laughs> Something, some a good introduction of, of who you are um, in this lovely world. Okay, yeah. So um, thank you for having me, Alice Mary. Uh, my name is Jennifer Williams. And um, well, I must confess that I'm not a first, uh, firstborn. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I've done first. I'm the middle, per- I'm the middle child. So of course, you know, when you're middle, like you don't get the chance. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you have to make your own uh-huh. uh, choices and, and stuff. So yes, I am a mother and uh, I'm a grandmother Yay. of two, soon to be three. Oh, wow. Congratulations. And, uh, yeah. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Don't know how I'm going to see them soon. Because they're in England. Oh, and COVID but, uh, and everything. Yeah. So pretty much that's it. Um, yeah, how we met. Yes. Right. It was through Rebecca. It was it through was, Rebecca. Yeah. In the the 21 days yeah. prayer at church. True. Right? Yeah. Because I was looking for somebody to help me with my social media. Their website. <laughs> And a website and uh, all things uh, technology, techy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, and um, so Rebecca got wind of that, and she said, "I know someone, I know," and she said, "She comes to the prayer." So, yeah, so she um, yeah. she introduced us. But I I did see you walking in in the mornings because that year you came every morning. I did. Right? I did. And uh, so I did see you walking in. I didn't know who you were. Um, But you came in with, um, was it Daniel? Yeah. Right. So um, Rebecca introduced us and I kind of uh, tried to. Pull you Pull out me in, reel me in. You did, you did. She actually also introduced me and Jody as well. Yes. So Rebecca did yes. a good job with with the, those introductions uh, and those meetings. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it was um, it was good. When I met you, I felt that okay, yeah, she's young, you know, so she should know all these things. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's not that I couldn't learn them. I don't really want to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have that interest. You don't really want to. So. No, that's fair. And that's okay, right? Some things are not for everyone. No. 
and that's fine that's that's fair um so uh, what's your background um um how did you get to come to canada oh wow so i was born in jamaica and i went to england mm -hmm. at the age of i think it was nearly 14. and oh, um, i was young and I spent many, many years in England, a whole lifetime. Mm -hmm. um, my son was born there. My son is now 46. So you know how long <laughs> I spent. Other, I've got to give my age away at some point, I know. But, um, but yeah, I grew up there. And I say grew up, I became an adult mm -hmm. um, in England. Adult, adult life was there. Right. And um, so, yeah. I think it's unfair for me not to say. I was there for about 37 years. Nice. And, um, and you know, life happens. I did love living in England. My family are there. So, you know, um, so, yeah, I did enjoy it at the height of my career. That's where I was in London. Mm -hmm. I, was, I didn't grow up in London. I grew up in a small town. And um, at the time, it was like two miles by two miles. So it was really small. Wow and villages around, but it was a beautiful town. Um, I read not long ago uh, that it was one of the best town to live in England now. Really? It was not a city, it was just a town. A town. But it's what we call a spa town, uh, which means the water wow. you know, has kind of- Fancy. Um, yeah, there's some uh, background, like historical background to mm -hmm. it. So, so yes, uh, and uh, so we grew up there. It was, it's quite an affluential part of the country. Mm -hmm. um, but we were not rich, <laughs> mm -hmm. but we grew up amongst yeah. people who uh, were, were middle class. Mm -hmm. you know? And um, we went to school, and all my schooling was done in England, of course. So, yes. And then I went and worked, I, I left my, that town, went to a larger city and, um, and and I did my degree there. I didn't do it when I left school. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll get to that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yes, so, um, so that was, yeah. Then I, uh, I don't know, I got the itch to kind of leave England. Mm -hmm. Not because I wasn't happy, not because things weren't good, I had suffered a bout of illness mm -hmm. and um, and it was like a, a new chapter when I became well again. Mm -hmm. um, during that illness, um, my boyfriend died. I wasn't walking with the Lord at that time. Mm -hmm. And it, with it, during that illness, my boyfriend died. I just, I needed a new, new start, start for me. Yeah. And um, so, I decided that I would, uh, I came, I came to a conference in Buffalo actually, and I had friends here in Canada, mm -hmm. in, in Whitby, and uh, that particular friend drove all the way to Buffalo and took us across the border wow. uh, to Canada. And I thought, that's it. This is where I'm going to come. This is my second home now. Prior to that, I was going uh, to the Mediterranean, like Europe, kind of to see you know, whether I could, mm -hmm. you know, live there. I spent a little time in Portugal, you know, took uh, tours and stuff. And, wow. and uh, although I loved it there, because my brother was living there, and mm -hmm. I thought maybe that's where I go, but it wasn't to be. But when I came to Canada, it was 
perfect for me because mm-hmm. we came to Niagara Falls and then we went to Niagara on the Lake. Yeah. And they're beautiful places. Beautiful places, right? And um, but I when I came in two thousand and six, I I ended up in Whitby because that's where my friends were. Mm-hmm. So and I enjoyed my thing in Whitby. I was there for ten years before I came to mm-hmm. St. Catharines. Nice. So, yeah. You you are well traveled. I must say. I used to travel a lot more <laughs> when I was younger, right? Yeah. Right. Thank you for that background. It helps also just um, for our listenership to to experience and listen to people that have, have traveled around the world. And for those that are worried that, who can I move? Can I? Nope. There's people that have moved that have moved their lives mm-hmm. and they're successful. So yes. Um, Thank you for that. Um, The next part or segment that we're going to go into is She Did It. Mm -hmm. So um, right now, you you gave us a little bit of a a glimpse of how you moved for work and you went went to school and graduated for that. Um, What what do you do now, per se, when it comes to um, occupation or like service to the community or anything that has to do with your active day to day. Yeah. So um at the height of my career, which was in London, I I did um I was a, a project manager. Uh but what my my actual job was in process development. Mm-hmm. And so um my boss would or my director I just called him. <laughs> yeah. He, he would say, okay, so we need to change some stuff. Um, this is what we want. So I would have to go back, talk to a lot of people, interview a lot of people, travel here or there, wherever I needed to go. And and then I would have to um, get the processes together, mm-hmm. um, something you know new. How, are we, how can we align Mm -hmm. this thing you know and make it work Mm -hmm. and then i would give uh, my recommendations Mm -hmm. and uh, so they would study my recommendations and and then um if that were to happen then uh maybe another uh, person would deal with that Mm -hmm. um sometimes they would say okay you know you you do it okay (laughs) right Mm um so yes um it was it was a little scary at first because sometimes they would send you to a department mm-hmm. and um, and you knew that whatever your recommendations that it was going to affect people's lives oh, yeah um, because they were going to lay people off True. Or, you know they called it at the time deadwood so if your skills were not, not as good you were being used Uh, so i had to i had to be truthful not according to what i think Mm -hmm. but i had to to say what other people thought Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and then i would say in my opinion but when you think that other people's jobs really could be lost or you know Mm -hmm. but also people may be hired true right yeah so so that was what i did um i would go to 
uh, in HR, sometimes they used to call me 007. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, because I never, because people didn't know why I would come and spend three weeks oh, in their department. Yeah. Right. And um, there's always something missing, so I would be sent and I would be doing the job that was missing gotcha. and talking to people. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't in a devious way. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, uh, What is the word? The person who is in charge of that department mm -hmm. would know that that you're here. That, that I was there. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. But but I had to I had to look at things and take away my mm. my vision. Be objective. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. And 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 be very objective because you know it, yeah. So anyway, that's that's what I I did, and uh, for most of the time. And um, I, I kind of moved around London a lot um, because I worked with the larger uh, companies and the governmental companies, nice. um, or I should say organizations, mm -hmm. uh, your department of um, education mm -hmm. and, and skills and um, houses of parliament, those kind of nice. projects or mm -hmm. the projects I worked on. Mm -hmm. So they were... They were very demanding. It was a very demanding job. It wasn't a big job like a, you know, like a director, or, mm -hmm. but, um, but it was very demanding. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so pretty much that's what I did there. But, but then, you know, um, so yeah, I told you my age was going to come out. <laughs> so now I'm retired, mm -hmm. right? I came yeah. to Canada. I worked for a short while in mm -hmm. Canada, mm -hmm. and now I'm retired. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm even more busy. <laughs> that's that's and that's what I was trying to to get to. Yeah. For you to talk about how you are still, you know, crushing it regardless of you having retired from your original profession. Right. Yeah. Because right. I came here. I worked in Toronto for eight years and then they laid me off and I never went back to work because mm -hmm. I didn't want to. But I I now know that this was God moving me towards something else. Exactly. And um, not that I wasn't offered jobs, I was offered jobs, but it just didn't, they didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And I knew in my heart that this was God, mm -hmm. um, but I wouldn't submit to it I wouldn't surrender to it. <laughs> so he kind of pushed me. I say he kind of, but yes. He he, he kind of pushed me in a in a little spot mm -hmm. where I had to surrender to him mm -hmm. and and get up and, and do what he wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. So I moved here to St. Catharines and um in 2016. Mm -hmm. In 2017 I set up my event company, mm -hmm. General Lane Events. Mm -hmm. And um so I I was hanging out with some uh, Kiwanians and they help people, and I was I was um, introduced to people who could help me with the business, people who could give me work or who could help me get work, and everything was perfect. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get any contract. Mm -hmm. I knew what the reason was because it, that was not what God wanted me to do. Yeah, He, he had. He had given me a vision like 14 years before of what he wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. And I've been ignoring it mm -hmm. for all that time. So eventually I submitted and uh, he gave me this idea. 
my business was already set up. Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting any contract. And so the idea came that I was going to do uh, corporate events, which turned out to be um, my um, uh, breakfast for women mm -hmm. and my, my, my conferences for women. Uh, because he had called me into the ministry and it was to minister to women, mm -hmm. right? And eventually I met Adia and Jody mm -hmm. um, at church and we started praying together and this thing just kept, it was just in my face. Mm -hmm. I could not not do it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so I started talking to them about it. And I remember him saying to God, well, I can't do all this by myself. And he would say, there are women, just start talking. Mm -hmm. So I started talking mm -hmm. and, uh, and they were ready and waiting. They were, Jody was literally waiting <laughs> to hear, uh, to hear this. And, um, and so we started praying and it didn't take long. I, I kind of put a little proposal together and they received it and we went along. I got a name, you know, a couple of names and they said, well, we like this one. <laughs> and that's how Tableland was born. Mm -hmm. And um, and we've been doing Tableland now since 2018, November, when we had the first uh, women's breakfast. breakfast. Mm -hmm. And um, and at the end, we were stunned and we were saying, what was that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. It, the Lord just visited us and women were being ministered to. And, um, and I knew I did the right thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so uh, we decided, okay, we're going to go with this. Mm -hmm. And that was Tableland. So now I'm busy with Tableland. We've now, we started a year ago, August last year, doing outreaches because of COVID, of course, because we can't be inside for, yeah, the, breakfast for the breakfast and the conferences. So we started doing outreaches. And um, so, yes, uh, God has blessed us with that. We are now, we started giving out bags of foods. Uh, we gave out 50 bags the first time, and a year later, we're giving out 150. Yeah. So you said table and So whoever's out there and they, they don't know what table and is, so in like in like two sentences, what would you, how would you describe table and? Table and is a women's ministry, mm -hmm. and uh, it offers women and men now mm -hmm. the opportunity to minister, mm -hmm. and and. Uh, and to receive encouragement. Um, and we are there for people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it, it is something I feel humbled to be part of sometimes. I sit down and I'm like, this is going to be big. It is going to be big because now the end thing, women are like taking charge everywhere in the, <laughs> like, US has its first female vice president. Like, women are like, the new cool thing right now everybody's you know on this train of you know you know let's support women let's help women but i like how you strategized and how god has directed you to 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 you know leave table because sometimes i don't think you you see yourself like that 
but I, but you know, just being part of it and just watching you and how how much you pray and how how much thought you put through uh, table and it's it's encouraging and and I don't know I think it's it's amazing. So <laughs> thank I, you. That is one of the reasons I was like we have to talk to Jennifer because I think Tableland is is amazing. It's 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 helped so many people. So thank you. All right, you you have a couple firsts that you, that you can see. Um, the first one I think is the Tableland. I haven't really seen a women's ministry in the Niagara region um, the way we are doing stuff, right? No, I don't. I've not seen it like like last weekend. How you know giving those bags of food and just like watching people be grateful and and help like somebody sit just being able to talk to somebody because of covid you can't talk to anyone but you have this opportunity to sit down with somebody and somebody actually shows care they are praying for them it was i've not seen anything like that anyway per se anyways but... i was i was saying to someone who wasn't there i said it was it was like a, a mini festival true right true because we have dancing <laughs> and yeah right. and then you have the other ministry across the street who was uh giving out clothes, clothes. And, yeah. yeah and of course you would see more because you take the pictures yeah. and uh, so you you observe things that i wouldn't even see because when i see your pictures i think oh look at that mm -hmm. you know because as you well know that i i do the singing mm -hmm. uh, with, with uh, jody, jody and uh and Rebecca and so we um I, I don't get the chance you know I have to uh, get away sometimes uh, mm -hmm. just to talk to somebody mm -hmm. that I think okay let me go talk to that mm -hmm. person but it you're 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 right I, I don't really some most of the times I'm not in the forefront with that table and mm -hmm. but my vision for the ministry was never that I was in the forefront. Mm -hmm. It was to help women mm -hmm. uh, to to bring their gifts mm -hmm. and and to use their gifts mm -hmm. and and to minister, mm -hmm. right? And um, but I do my own ministry in in the background. Yeah, and and I and that's the thing. Sometimes, not sometimes. Most of these very successful. Um, companies or ministries or organizations. Most of the the CEOs and like the actual like owners or founders, they're very rare people. Like it's not they're not you don't see them every day. You they they're not parading themselves everywhere um, because you know at the end of the day they're in the back doing you know the grunt work of it and it is appreciated and it is seen. Um, especially this last outreach we had yeah. i could see actual like we we made an impact absolutely we made an impact to even if it was just that one person who got the bag of food but the entire every like the whole area you could see it was like there was life there's life um which yes. which which in itself is very powerful and the fact that this is not the first one right we've we've done this a couple of times yeah. and intend to do it many more times it's it's a it's huge that it's something that you you know you technically started as a as a, a small idea and, and 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 a suggestion from god that you were running away from <laughs> i know <laughs> i can honestly um relate because the same thing is with with um this podcast i had this idea 
probably my third year into into the country. That's twenty fifteen. I, I was, the first time I listened to a podcast, I I was I was I don't know something sat in my spirit that it's like modern radio, but not really mm-hmm. because you decide to listen to what you want to listen to. Right, right. Um, and then I I went through school. I did the whole president vice president thing, and I'm like there's people out there who have good things to say and and things that people need to hear and specifically women because um me being a woman myself but also being a first that so like a bunch of things it's good for other people to hear it so that they can be like okay this person was a regular person is a regular person like me but they pulled it out of themselves to go ahead and just do it regardless yeah. of it not having been done yeah. before right and of the course. obstacles obstacles and everything and you have thoughts of failure exactly but you can't be afraid of of failing right mm-hmm. because you learn so much mm-hmm. because i think i failed my business failed mm-hmm. <laughs> well i don't say fail it just it just didn't take off as you'd have liked it to be because based off me just being like you know part of the website and everything if jenny lane did not exist true. there's certain things that table and would not mm-hmm. be able to do right That's, that is true so that is true with that yeah. being there and and you know it might look like a failure or might feel like it failed but i don't yeah. think it, i think it worked out anyways for the purpose well, it, it was it did mm-hmm. it did but it came from failure to True. to work it exactly um you know and it it worked out in favor because i did in the end what god uh wanted me to do mm-hmm. yeah exactly so, yeah. and you're killing it you're amazing at it oh, all right thank you <laughs> um what is the best advice anyone has ever given you or that you have ever received so uh yeah it was some time ago before I came to Canada. I have a friend in London. She's an older lady. Uh, her name is uh, Lee Lampton, and, um, and and she sort of became my mentor, and um, and she kind of led me and taught me to receive truth and to know truth, mm-hmm. because we could say something, we could believe something. And it's not true, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We hear true untruths all the time, mm-hmm. and so she actually taught me how to be truthful, mm-hmm. how to receive truth, mm-hmm. even if it's uh, in in the way of criticism, because you know, yeah, it makes you uncomfortable. You know, you're vulnerable. All of these things. Mm-hmm. But if it's truth, then receive it. Mm-hmm. Um, if 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 you see yourself as this kind of person, you have to receive it even before you change. You change uh-huh. it. So truth is is very important mm-hmm. to to life. Mm-hmm. And of course, you you know God is true, mm-hmm. right? And and so. A lot of people really lie, they lie to themselves, mm-hmm. right? And think, oh, this is who I am. And it's not, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They, 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 they choose a, a path, 
but it really is not your path. Mm -hmm. And so that's not true. Mm -hmm. Truth is walking in your path mm -hmm. that God uh, made for you. Mm -hmm. that's, that's profound. Amazing. Thank you for that. Um, well, I'm not sure if this person might be one of them, but if you could mention three people who are most influential to you, mm -hmm. um, either were or are the most influential to you, to your life. Right. Um... <laughs> Maybe a couple of years ago, I would not have said this because I had a kind of a strange um relationship with my mom mm -hmm. for a while mm -hmm. but the last three years or so um god has really opened my eyes mm -hmm. and i realized that i need to um honor mm -hmm. my parents mm -hmm. and he started showing me things and i'm gonna say my parents mm -hmm. really influenced my life mm -hmm. Whether I think it was bad, wrong, mm -hmm. right, good, mm -hmm. they influenced my life. That is, and I I made it till now. Whether I had listened to them or not, the influence was there. The influence was there because my parents were ministers of the gospel, and they were they walked right mm -hmm. according to what they knew. Mm -hmm. They walked. It was I who did not, mm -hmm. it was me, mm -hmm. that didn't want to do what they mm -hmm. had said. But now that I am an adult mm -hmm. and have accepted responsibility for my own life, mm -hmm. um, my parents were very influential mm -hmm. uh, in my growth spiritually mm -hmm. because they taught me the word. And a lot of what I know now is what I learned back then. True. Right? Where they would give us all the uh, the Psalms and sometimes they're really long. And we, had to, <laughs> we had to learn them. And so wow. at nights before we go to bed, we had to repeat or wow. recite <laughs> these scriptures. Nah, wow. Right? So you had to learn them, you know? So yes, um, my parents were very influential to me. Yes, my friend Lee that I mentioned, and um, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna honor two women. Um, there are other people. Um, my sister, for example, it's hard to. The reason I chose three, three is because when somebody says who are the most influential people, you, there is always those three people that come up first. Right. Because you're going to always have so many people that have influenced your life, yeah. either bad or good. But the very first three people that come to your mind yeah. is was usually the yeah. intent of the question. Yeah, my, my sister, um, because I can pick up the phone anytime mm -hmm. and talk with her. And and some, sometimes I tell her, you have no heart, <laughs> but she speaks the truth, right? Yeah. It's not, never, it's, it, it, it isn't always what you want, want to, to hear. hear. Yeah. But as I said, you know, truth. And, and so, yes. And, and she would not even believe that I would be calling her name in this category, but I do because mm -hmm. she is very influential in my life. Mm -hmm. And, and I talk to her about things. 
And I know when I talk to her about things that if she doesn't know, she'd say, I don't know, but mm -hmm. we'll pray. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's what you need. Mm -hmm. And and she's there, you know, whether I need finance or, mm -hmm. or right, she's there for me. Mm -hmm. And so, yes. Awesome. That's good to hear because it's always good to have a good relationship with your, uh, both your parents and your siblings. But it's also good that they make it into that uh, influential category yeah. right i believe i have a good relationship with my sisters and my parents yeah. and like you my parents are very 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 like straight christians <laughs> and like my dad and mom are evangelists like when growing up um, i probably said this before we used to go on the streets and like yeah after school and yeah. hand out um Lit uh, literature and like tracts and stuff yeah. I, i'll never forget there was one time we just got back from school and i think i don't know i think my mom was cooking or something and so i, I think my dad was trying to pass time so he's like <laughs> let's go hand this out so we're standing there it's super hot because in uganda it's so hot it's yeah, like around yeah. three four and i'm just standing there and i'm like handing out the pieces of paper um but the way he strategized it if i give him a paper the person has to go buy him <laughs> so then he can start talking to the person he got into this uh discussion with a muslim gentleman and yeah. i have never seen my dad mm -hmm. so like passionate mm -hmm. talking about something it was like as if they were arguing but they were not arguing yeah, yeah but at the same time he was very like so excited to talk about whatever he was discussing with this man um and at the end of the conversation they exchanged contacts um but you could see that this man was intrigued Mm -hmm. in what my dad was saying i was probably like in what primary three or four so as a little girl i didn't really pay attention to what they were saying um, but as far as I, I i could tell is that the discussion was intense and it, it it seemed he was happy he was excited about it um so when you say your my your parents are, are like christian christian i can relate <laughs> can. before we went to bed every night yeah we had a bell in the living room <laughs> So after dinner, my dad would go to the living room, give it like five, ten minutes for us to like clear out the table and, and the then bell. ring the bell. <laughs> Man, and it was like a little mini service every night. Would like sing yeah. hymns and then read the Bible. And then would kneel down and pray. And every, would, everyone would go around the room and say a prayer. And looking at it now, I'm grateful for it mm -hmm. because I I feel the need to pray before I sleep. Right. Just because it was right. ingrained, it, it feels it, weird for me not to like yes. say something to yes. God or yes. um yeah. even to pray before I eat because we used to sing a song before we eat, uh, uh, thanking <laughs> God for the food. It was if you want to you know our Christian households, like you said, our houses yes. is yeah. one of those. So I I I I can. I, we really... didn't like those things back at then, that right? time no uh, but no but then you you grow up and you realize that these are the very things that you do yeah right? yeah so and also it's good because it's, it's good. you know we get i get personally uh, like when i like an example um we're talking about us talking to um tyrone about you know how like our kids and praying and like and i, I sang the song the, the song that we sing when <laughs> when we were growing up and it's like wait a minute i sang that song too 
We sang, we used to sing that song in in school. I think I know what that song is. <laughs> For health and strength <laughs> and daily food. Yeah. So it was it was very I don't know. It's 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 a it in that moment it's like oh my goodness do we have to do this, but then at the same time it's 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 interesting that it is something that sticks in your yeah, head. Yeah. And yeah. and it's now a desire for me to to instill these these values. Um, into my children so that was that's good good to know <laughs> all right the next segment is she tried it so i'm going to ask you two unusual questions usually oh. this is just to see how how your thought process um and the answers usually speak to who you are as an individual oh, wow. um if you are a plant what kind of plant would you be and why hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness alice mary <laughs> any plant in the world well it's funny because i don't know the names of plants or flower <laughs> or it could be anything okay so i there's this flower as a plant too, mm-hmm. right um i i when i bought my house it was one of the first plants that i planted in the garden mm-hmm. uh peony peonies mm-hmm. i think it's they're called peonies mm-hmm. peonies are they purple, purplish, no, violet? No, no. Well, no. I think they're either white or they are pink. Okay. But they, they're when they come up and they start blooming, they are huge. And if they, there's this the stalk is so small. And, and wow. They're, but they're so big and beautiful, mm-hmm. right? And then you pick them and you put them in your vase and you just need two or three and you have this big right it's 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 like it's just so full Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and and they're beautiful and uh the petals are small and just so in place Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i love them Mm -hmm. and they're my favorite Mm -hmm. plants so yes that's a, a peony okay Hi. Um, how would you sell hot chocolate in a, in the hottest country in the world? Oh my goodness! Word of mouth. You give to people. You sell to people. <laughs> you make it so good. <laughs> you you do. You would make it so good that they would taste it and they can't stop talking about it. And they go whether it's like they come for a holiday, but they go home and talk about this hot chocolate. <laughs> And uh, and then people would come and want to go More. and try. It. So you'd work around the recipe and make sure it's like the most Absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> All right. The this one is usually a surprise a surprise request. Um, and also this speaks to the identity your identity as as a person. Right now on your phone, what is your wallpaper, and why? I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> so should that speak to how busy you are or how or how tech savvy you are? <laughs> no. Um things I love I keep in my heart. Oh, okay. I I you know, I could put my grandkids there, but they're in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I have to put something there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. 
Maybe I'm not. No, no, no. That's fair. That's fair to you, right? Because I, I can also say you are also a private person, right? You're a very private person. And by you putting whatever you're putting on, anyway, I put whatever's on my screensaver or my wallpaper because I want people to see it. If yeah. anyone touches my phone, if any, like if it populates, you you see what's on there because yeah. I want. But also, you are a very private person, as far as yeah. I know, right? <laughs> so I, it's it's not it's not that I'm I've hidden myself because in a conversation I will speak to people, mm-hmm. but I'm not. You know, for example, the Facebook person will mm-hmm. just put myself out <laughs> there. Yeah, and, and and it's not because I'm afraid. It's just because. Okay, if you want to know me, get to get know me. Get to know me. Makes yeah. sense. And that's only fair, right? And also the whole Facebook and social media, it's not... It's generational too. Exactly. Because I'm older. And uh, exactly. I didn't have Facebook when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. It was not my way of communicating. Yeah. So, you know, and also, um, I didn't grow up with my mom saying, Oh, yeah, do this or do that. Mm-hmm. I had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't told. Mm-hmm. My my dad t- told me I was good at business. He used to get me to write all his business letters <laughs> when we used to write letters mm-hmm. back then. Right, right. And so he used to call me. Come on, we need to write letters, whether it's to school, the government, whatever. And he would tell me what he wanted, and I would write the mm-hmm. letter. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, it was never like okay, you know, do this or do. That. We had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I always say that I was a late bloomer because I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's only fair. And um, I, my mom is, I think, the same as you. So with WhatsApp, um, first of all, her profile picture on WhatsApp is uh, three figurines of me and my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so I came up with this little uh, cartoon versions of me and my sisters and she's like put it together for me I want to make it my profile picture it's been her profile picture for what two years now right okay <laughs> um, so yeah and also when I put, when my sisters and I change our profile pictures and put our actual faces she's like no 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 don't put your faces out there I'm like come on mom like it's <laughs> it's fine <laughs> no you don't have to put your faces out there I'm like it is funny like my son does not put his children's Mm -hmm. pictures on facebook Mm -hmm. and he has not encouraged them i don't even think my grandkids my grandson is nine i don't think he knows about facebook Mm -hmm. because my son still download things and put on his um ipad Mm -hmm. and he watches those and he thinks he's watching tv Yeah, yeah. I, I I can see the whole it being a generational difference as well, but it's only fair. And and when you said when you talked about letters, yes. I remembered how my dad used to write letters to my mom, and he's like, "You guys are so lucky." He <laughs> would write. So he's in the UK doing school, Bible school, and my mom's in Uganda. He's he's writing to his girlfriend a letter. A letter. Yes. She gets it in two weeks. Yes. That's if it even gets there That's, in two weeks. Yes. <laughs> yes. She reads it. She writes. And then he has to wait for another two or three weeks to get yes. a reply. <laughs> and 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 he's like, and you're worried that that your boyfriend is not picking up your phone or not texting you back? <laughs> really? <laughs> That's the thing, right? Yes. You you had to wait. 
patience. You know, and um, you didn't know anything else. Yeah. Right? Even photography, I was just thinking about patience and waiting. Photography has changed. Back in the day, you take pictures, you go to the film, it processes for yes. two, three weeks, you go pick up, print them, pick. Now yes. I take a picture on my phone, instantly it's there right there. Right. Uh, that's it. it's so interesting um when you say talk about like generational changes and growth which is good to an extent but i think also there's need to be careful um, yes yeah yes there there is there is danger mm-hmm. and so you have to it, it's kind of a, a worldly wisdom too that mm-hmm. you need to mm-hmm. know how to guard yourself mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to the second last segment. She got it. And this is the uh, fire, rapid fire questions. Do not overthink it. Just answer them as you see fit. I overthink everything. (laughs) (laughs) Just give it two seconds. (laughs) Two seconds and then. (laughs) All right, texting or talking? Talking. Favorite day of the week? I'd say a Sunday. Favorite city besides the one you live in? I'm going to say London. Name a word that starts with... Let me with say London, England. London, England, yes. true. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. there's a London in Canada. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, favorite uh, name that starts with Q. Oh, Queen. <laughs> good one. Good one. Uh, last song you listened to. Ah, uh, Mercy by... Um, Elevation and uh-huh. Abbott City. I love it's that good song. song. It's my latest. It's a good one. <laughs> uh, what is something you could eat for at least a week straight? Oh, my. <laughs> soup. Yeah, because it could be any kind of soup. I cook it because, you know, I live alone. I cook like a big pot and I put it in right. the fridge. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of soup, when we were sick, Jennifer made us a pot of soup. A huge pot of soup that got us like far because we were not feeling well. Um, it was and it was really good. It was really good soup. Just that's just so the world knows. Well, you I make made some good soup. soup. Yes, you did. Um, uh, favorite holiday. Becoming like a beach holiday these days because you know I don't get enough of the sun and the sea uh, okay. anymore. Uh, dawn or dusk? Dusk. Really? Yes. Oh. I'm not an early riser. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am such an early. I could be up at whatever ways of the morning. No. Uh, but I will fall asleep in two seconds. No, I love the dusk, especially on the beach. Makes sense. The sunset and everything. Um, uh, Favorite type of tea? Oh, wow. Well, green tea, I'd say, because oh. I drink a lot of green tea. And then the last one, on a scale to one to ten, how good of a driver are you? Goodness me, I'm going to say, I think seven. Seven. Okay. So, uh, you know, I could, could have gone higher. You could, you could say ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a, I actually am a good driver. Yeah. I, I am. So, ten. All right. The last part of this segment is, do you have a question for me? Any questions for me or any questions for me? Well, I think I just want to commend you, really. Oh, like, you. you know, um, you, you spoke earlier about why you, you started doing this. Mm-hmm. 
Because you know I encourage you all the time. Yes, you do. Rosemary, get it <laughs> and done. And you hold me accountable. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you're doing, get it done, mm-hmm. right? And um, so I am I'm very happy that you're doing this because you wanted to do this. You have wanted to do this for a long time. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel now that you're doing it? Honestly, um, in the beginning, I was scared. I was very, very scared because yeah. I was like, who is going to want to sit down and talk about their lives for for free, <laughs> right? Because now everything costs something. Everyone's time costs something. And it's not like I'm making anything off this, right? This is purely um, information to share, to encourage. So I was scared, first of all, the time to do it, as well as um, will it pick up? Will people care? Um, you know, will it make an impact? Um, but I just right now I'm a little I'm a little bit more comfortable and confident a little bit more. Um, there's more to learn, um, you know, as we go on, and I'm praying for growth. But I feel I feel better and more confident because if I'm honest with you, the first time the idea came to me, I was like, this is crazy. Because I went online and to see what it takes to start a podcast. It's always crazy, right? <laughs> right? Um, how much it would cost, what equipment I would need. I was just like, I can't do this. It's not possible. And I was just listening to other people's podcasts. And, you know, I, I've, I've never edited sound before. So I'd have to teach myself how to edit sound and, like, editing sound and editing pictures is completely different so i had to teach myself how to do that so i'm like where am i going to get the time for all this but i just kept praying and i really wanted to do it because um you know the whole concept of a first woman it's 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 a big deal because we live in a world where we're, we're getting better with time but women have not really been celebrated for taking the initiative to be first because not everyone's going to accept you know as Mm -hmm. a female that Mm -hmm. you're going to be the first one to do this right even my experience as a first black female student union president there was so much um pushback and can you do it do you know what you're doing there's a lot of mansplation as well and it's like i just said that (laughs) why are you saying it again right um but right now where i'm at with the podcast and and how it's going i'm i'm grateful i'm thankful because um out of that 25 people that i've asked interview only one said i'm i'm not comfortable doing it and that's fair but everyone else is is excited has been you know good to work with so mm-hmm. i'm i'm happy and who knows yeah who knows so then you know uh it's it's now become your passion yeah so then you you're gonna have to make it work for you so yes we just have to come up with a good business model <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are right you right. are right um to be honest the way i was looking at the podcast is the way and, and maybe eventually with time i have to start thinking about um you know sustain sustenance being able to sustain it mm-hmm. um and that's definitely going to be something i have to sit down and you know think of and plan for yeah. um for sure but at the end of the day the 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 main value or 
you know, the mission for she first mm-hmm. is for that to be that that place where you, you get to hear, you know, how hard it was, right? What was done to conquer whatever was in the in the way and how good God is and in regards to where whatever guest I'm talking to is. So but you're right. right. Definitely we'll be having to sit down and start thinking about sustainability. Right. For sure. Yeah, because you know, after you've gone on for a little while, you think, okay, it changes. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. It with Tableland, mm-hmm. you know, you start a little, and you know, then things come, and you have to work out. Okay, now is is this gonna go with with my branding? Is this gonna be? Is this fit? You know, fitting mm-hmm. for what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and 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 there are, uh, you know lots of obstructions mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and you have to come in really soft in terms of you can't flood the market so to speak mm-hmm. right? or what we would call mm-hmm. uh, the market you just have to move mm-hmm. and Stop and when it. the changes uh, are about to happen then you will see it because it's your vision yeah and so you will know when to move but yeah. um good work Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you for taking the time to come out here and Thank you. have this conversation with me. Um, I had fun. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also just nice hearing, you know, you talk about like, you know, your life, what you've gone through and how how far you've come. So it's 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 encouraging as well, regardless of how many times I've heard it. <laughs> um I'm so glad somebody else out there is going to be able to hear it and and you know, be encouraged. So I appreciate Thank you, that. Alison. No I, problem. I appreciate it that you asked me. Perfect. I was not going to not ask you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the last part, which is give us the tea. Oh, um, more. <laughs> yes, it's the last one. Um, if you could give your younger self, um, if you could write your younger self a letter, mm-hmm. what would be the first two sentences? First, first two sentences, your younger self. So let's say you're 15-year-old self. Hmm. I would say, love yourself. Mm-hmm. Love, no, the other way around. Love God mm-hmm. and love yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't love other people. Mm-hmm. And That's so true. We don't learn that early enough, I think. Um, mm-hmm. We go through all this stuff and yeah. then we realize, oh no, we have to love ourselves first. Right? Yeah, yeah. The, this, the Bible tells us love God and love your fellow man, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it is so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 15, I wasn't loving God. Mm-hmm. And um, so... Yes. Okay. So love, love God and then love yourself. Yes. All right. We're done for today's episode. Um, if you have any, uh, you did mention you're not too fond with the social media, but if there's <laughs> any platform anyone would like to reach you on, maybe an email address, um, wherever somebody would want to talk to you or maybe, you know, be part of Tableland and contribute in any way. Is there any uh, platforms that you'd like to share? 
Well, with uh, well, Tableland, as you well know, we we are on the the, the social media platforms and mm -hmm. um, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. Twitter. We're mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. uh, on a personal level. JennyLane60 at gmail.com. Okay. And uh, so they can contact me there or they can contact me, JennyLaneEvents. Mm -hmm. On Facebook um, as well. Yeah. Uh, JennyLaneEvents at uh, gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Or you can contact me on Facebook, Tableland Events Ministry. True. So, so I will put everything in the description. Okay. Um, um, the ones that you've mentioned that yes. you, you, you would like to share. Um, and if anyone wants to reach out for prayer, um, you know, some more information on Table and Women's Ministry, yeah. um, and just another person to pray for you. I think Jennifer is the best at that as well. All right. Thank you so much for coming out today. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. And uh, we'll close out with a huge, huge, huge thank you. All right. See you.